I would say the most important thing about being a good football player is good teamwork. Yeah. Like, because if you have good teamwork, then you're automatically set up setting yourself up for success. Versus if you're if you're like an egotistical guy and you're really good, none of the team wants to work with you. So like we have on our team, we have like a couple of guys like that. And even though they're the best athletes by far, they're not really included in, in anything because the team just can't work with them. So yeah. that's, that's what I learned about being a good football player. Oh, by the way, that's with everything in life. Is it? Yeah. Well, that's what I've noticed on the team. I guess, I guess it can be used in everyday life, but... On the team, that's what I've noticed. It's not I guess. It is. I'm telling you. That, that's the lesson right there in your career. That's, it's all about being a good team player, not being that egomaniacal a-hole. Welcome to the first episode of the second season of the Father and Son podcast. In this week's episode, my father and I take a look back at 2021 and see if I managed to complete my goals that I set for myself at the beginning of last year. We then take a look at what goals I want to achieve in the year 2022 and how I'm going to be able to do that. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to 2022, Baba. So this is the it's January 1st, 2022. This is the first episode of season two. And we thought we'd start off the season by kind of doing a part two to some an episode we did exactly one year, almost exactly one year ago, where we talked about my goals for 2021. And we thought that we'd look at what my goals were for 2021. Did I meet them? Did I pass some of them? Or did I fail? And then set goals for 2022. So what do you think? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think, but I think we should first start before we get into the goals that you set last year. I think it's worth it to look back or not look back. Consider why we look at goals to begin with. Okay. And, and what do you get out of them? Because I know what I get out of them. What do you get out of them? For me, there's two. There's two important parts to the goals. There's what I did last year in retrospecting. Okay. And then there is what I want to do next year. And for me, the most the biggest thing i get out of them is i learn i start see trends year on year like what i don't achieve year after year and i consider why but then without or until i start setting goals my life just went with the flow so just whatever like it wasn't set you just do whatever whatever wherever life took me i went whatever my career took me i went just organically just go with go with the flow and it wasn't until i started really setting goals year after year and thinking what is it that i want to accomplish that year that i took more control of my life in what way if if you don't think about what you want to accomplish or if i don't think rather what i want to accomplish I just, life just takes me where it wants to take me. You go with the flow. And like Yeah, like, yeah, and life just takes me where I want to take you. And then 10 years passed in a blink of an eye, and I haven't really accomplished things I wanted to accomplish. I just... You just went with it. You haven't accomplished anything. Yeah, whatever work took me, whatever paths other people set for me, I would just walk those paths. Whether in your case it's going to be college, and then maybe master's, and then you get a job. And There's certain set paths that life takes you, society takes you. You're just going to follow those paths, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But if you stop and think, okay, what do I want to accomplish next year? What didn't I accomplish last year? What did I accomplish last year? Then you can start taking more control and charting your own paths. Okay. But that requires you thinking about 
what is it that you want to accomplish? Where do you want to go in 10, 20, 30 years? And then start setting goals for this particular year. And for many people I know, they actually don't like this approach because they want to go where life takes them. They don't want it to be planned or set. They want to just do whatever. Yeah, and I think there's some truth in that. And I'm not. I'm no longer so incredibly rigid with the goals, and I'm okay if some of them don't happen. Um, and but still, it's a very important part of my life. Spending a large part of December thinking, what did I do last year, and thinking, what do I want to accomplish next year? Okay. So, I guess I have the same philosophy then, because to be honest. Last year, I didn't really make sure I met my goals. It's just looking back in the past couple of days at what my goals were. I just I did meet most of them, but it wasn't like on purpose. I set those goals, and I guess because they're very important to me, I didn't have to keep reminding myself. I naturally did them. And that's I find with myself and even with my clients, when you actually take time to set the goals, they're almost going to your subconscious, and you don't have to constantly, you don't have to constantly be checking them mm-hmm. for some of them to actually materialize and then you look at the end of the year like oh i've, I've done most of these things exactly exactly yeah. So like some of my should we talk about my goals from last year now yeah go ahead so last year i had i had multiple goals i had weight goals in terms of the gym which i missed pretty badly like i didn't i just didn't do them at all so i think we had i had the i wanted to gain 10 pounds of muscle I didn't gain 10 pounds of muscle. I'm, I'm basically around the same body weight that I was in January. Another, another, uh, which goal. means you're smaller. Yeah, exactly. I'm, because you're taller. Yeah, I'm taller than I was in the so beginning. So you, you regressed in terms of in terms of muscle. And muscle, and muscle you yeah, regressed I've, de- that's something I definitely want to work on next year. Okay. But in terms of that, I've definitely regressed. Um, we, I had a football goal, which was to be, I think, the starting player on, well, not a, a starting player on my team. So I have a solid position, like on the rotation. And that is, I accomplished that yes and no. So I play for two teams now, right? I play for a pro team and an under-19 team. In the under-19 team, I've definitely set myself as like a starting position. But in the pro team, I'm still like I'm a backup. So, yeah. in term, so when I set the goal, I meant the goal for the under-19 team. I didn't know I was going to be on the pro team. So I can confidently say that, yes, I accomplished that goal. Yeah. And also another goal regarding football was to learn what it means to be a good football player. That was another question because you asked me, what does it mean to be a good football player? And I, I didn't know how to answer it. And after being around, after playing football basically four days a week for seven months, I, I know now what it means to be a good football player. Yeah. Like it's a mixture of, it, I, I would say the most important thing about being a good football player is good teamwork. Yeah. Because like, if you have good teamwork, then you're automatically set up setting yourself up for success versus if you're if you're like an egotistical guy and you're really good none of the team wants to work with you so like we have on our team we have like a couple of guys like that and even though they're the best athletes by far they're not really included in in anything because the team just can't work with them so yeah. that's that's what i've learned about being a good football player oh, by the way that's with everything in life is it yeah Oh, that's what I've noticed on the team. I guess I guess it can be used in everyday life, but on the team, that's what I've noticed. It's not I guess. It is. I'm telling you. That, that's the lesson right there in your career. That's It's all about being a good team player, not being that egomaniacal a-hole. Yeah, yeah. Defin- yeah definitely. Go. All right. So that's football. Football, yeah. I can say I've met, I've met my goals in football, like, and I have more goals I want to achieve, but for this year, I've done what I wanted to do. And then there's the most important thing to me, and that was that those were the academic goals. 
So we said we want to, I said I wanted to basically have like a mentor-like relationship with uh, four professors. I, I don't know who at the time, but I wanted to have it with four. I have, like a, I have a relationship like that with two professors, and, but I have very good relationships with all of my professors. But like in me- mentor capacities, I, c- I can say only two of them. So I haven't failed that goal, but I haven't met it all the way. Mm. So like I have Dr. Rajab, and then I have another professor who I see as like another mentor. And we, like, he's like my advisor. If I need anything, like I'll ask him and he'll tell me what he thinks I should do. Like if I want to do a double major in this, he'll tell me, oh, I think you should do in this because of this, 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 this and this reason. Well, we, we can count Dr. Rajab as three. Why? I mean, he's a, he's a, he's he's a, a powerhouse mentor. Yeah. So we can say you met that particular goal because you got one of the top professors to be your mentor. I got the top professor yeah. to be my mentor. And so yeah, so that's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and then there was the grades. I, I, we said we want to keep grades somewhere between like a 3.7 and a 4.0. Yeah. And I've, I'm like, I've definitely met that. Like I'm, I've met, like in the beginning of the semester, it's, re- it's my first real school experience. Like yeah. really being in a classroom and it was like a ve- the first like set of midterms was definitely an adjusting period because I didn't like I was studying very hard but I didn't understand what exactly to study. Yeah. Like I was studying like different things than I should have been studying. What and so I got like okay results there. Like it wasn't amazing, but t- from those failures, finals are coming up and other midterms that happened, I was able to figure out what I need to be studying and how I need to be studying. Yeah. So that Im- helped improve my scores a lot. So I'd say yeah, three point seven and four. I've met the academic goal. And those, oh, and then we had um, language goals. Language goals were uh, to improve Arabic, which I haven't, I haven't worked on Arabic at all. That's like, not true. You work, you, you work on it every Saturday for a couple of hours. In terms of being in like an academic like thing, like trying to actually improve my level. But you, don't you take two, three hours of Arabic every Saturday night? I take two hours of Arabic, yeah. So, but, so you haven't improved since you started that? I only started it a month ago, a month and a half ago. When did you start the program? It started up two months ago in October. Okay, and do you feel, and I'm not trying to, I'm just trying I, to understand. I know. Do you I, feel like you've improved your Arabic or you're beginning to improve or you haven't improved? Because imp- two hours a week for two months is, sounds like a lot of Arabic. It is. I mean, it, I've, we haven't been doing like speaking Arabic. We've been doing reading comprehension. So for example, we read, so for those two hours we read, Arabic texts, like we read like Ahiyalumadin and other Arabic texts. Like and you've actually read from that book? Yeah, yeah. I have. Okay, to. That, you know, that's one of the h- hardest books to read. Yeah. And do you feel like you're improving in that book? Yeah, I can read and understand what it's talking about. So yeah, I guess. You know, that's, that's like reading. That's like somebody who doesn't speak English saying, yeah, I can read and understand Shakespeare. Okay, then I guess, yes, my Arabic has improved, but I haven't seen my Arabic speaking improve. Or maybe, yeah. or maybe it's because in my university, there are some international students who are Arab, and I try talking with them, but maybe because they use Amir, which is like the street dialect, or like not like yeah. Fosha, maybe that's why I don't really see myself having very good Arabic. You want to improve your speaking Arabic so you can speak to normal people. Exactly. Like I, right now, like I'm not speaking to professors every time I speak to an Arab person. All right, and then another another like the, another language goal was Turkish. Okay. I wanted to reach C1, which so the, the way uh, university level Turkish is is you have A1, which is beginner level, A2, which is like beginner like late stage beginner, B1, 
and B2, which are intermediate, and then advanced, which is C1. Yeah. In the summer, I took quite a lot of classes. I reached until B1. So I, I went through three levels in like four months. I went through very quickly. Yeah. And then because we were in America, I stopped. Um, I stopped because of the time difference. I wasn't waking up. I would have to wake up like 4 a.m. to learn Turkish. So I stopped. And I haven't reached the C1 level yet, but I live with Turks. Like my roommates are Turkish. My friends are Turkish. We speak, uh, they speak to me in English, but they speak to each other in Turkish when they're around me. Yeah. So I'm in a very Turkish environment. Like even like I saw, I saw somebody like that I haven't seen for a very long time. And I used to call him Sheikh, but I was calling him Hujram because like that was the first thing that came to my mind. So like I definitely changed my mindset into a more Turkish mindset, but officially I haven't reached a C1 level yet. Even though if I did take uh, the exam, I think I would be able to pass the C1 level just because of the like, my environment. So you have the exact opposite situation between Arabic and Turkish. Yeah, exactly. I have a very very different situation because mm-hmm. my speaking is definitely improved. Like they'll say my speaking isn't very good cuz like they're judging me based on like Turkish standards, but as an international student, yeah, I think my Turkish has improved a lot cuz I can understand most of what they're saying. Okay. Um, and those were my we didn't really have that many goals. These are those are the five like basic goals we set for um or the five different categories that we set for 2021. And out of like 10, I'd give myself like a six. So your the goals you didn't meet are... Weight goals? Weight in terms of not what weight you want to be, but how much weight you can lift. Yeah. Okay, and then being able to speak Arabic more comfortably. Yeah. So those are the goals you haven't met. Yeah. And I, those are the goals I want to focus on next year i guess so what is the before we okay before we start setting goals what are the dimensions of your life what do you mean by what are the dimensions of my life if i was to draw my map and put you in the middle Mm -hmm. and you put branches that say the different branches or dimensions of my life are school sports okay what would you say the five or six dimensions are in your life so the first dimension is definitely school School, okay. school. That's the biggest one. Second is, and, and do you put, just so I'm clear, do you put under school everything around school, like both university and the separate program? No, you no do? I don't put. I don't put the separate, separate program under. That's a different like dimension to me. Okay. So I have school as in university, specifically university. Specifically university. Then the second dimension would probably be sports. So, uh, football, both the pro and under nineteen teams. Third dimension would be the Sud program, so the Islamic Sciences program I do on Saturday. And then the fourth, and I'd say maybe final dimension, is the gym. And that would be, those are like my dimensions. That's what take up my time, or I hope take up my time. So university sports, the Sud program, and gym. Yeah. And is the, are you missing any other dimensions that you, now that you, th- okay, now you think about this, and you th- or are you saying it out loud? Is there anything else that I want to have? Yeah, is there a missing part of your life to make you more balanced, or, um, or, or really, right now, you, how old are you? Seventeen. Okay, so seventeen-year-old Yusuf has four dimensions: the university, football, usul, and gym. Yeah. Are you missing anything, or do you feel like anything is missing there? Um, I feel like 
I, w- I would usually say like social life wise, but I really make up for any social life in those dimensions. So, for example, like most of my friends are in university and other all my other friends are in football. So when I'm doing when I'm in university, that is my social life. That is when I'm with my friends and that's when I'm having most fun. Um, so I wouldn't say it'd be the social aspect. I don't know, maybe cooking. I feel like I don't cook at all anymore. Like the most I cook is I boil water and make noodles. Like I don't cook at all. So I would say that probably cooking would be my biggest. Like that's the thing I want to add the most. Anything around self-development or... So when you say I want to improve in language, do you put that under self-development or under university? I usually put that under university. Okay, so under university, that's where lang- language, Arabic and English, Arabic and Turkish. Yeah. How about reading, travel anything like that or that that really doesn't matter that doesn't really matter to me like, i do all my reading not based around university texts like i don't read for fun anymore i just read for school and then after that i'm either in football or in school like okay remember i said in the beginning that if you're not careful and you don't think through your 20 your goals or your yeah year, just go with the flow yeah and so the flow is taking you and this is not, not necessarily taking you in bad directions. But it's, yeah, it's definitely taking, the flow is definitely taking up most of my time. Yeah, the flow is, and it takes up most people's time. And so this is the point where you stop and say, potentially flow in a different direction, some areas. Because look at what you said, and you, this may be okay. I stopped reading for fun. I'm not reading for school. Mm-hmm. And this can be a decision that really lasts you the rest of your life. Yeah, like this can be the decision to not read anymore. Do you see? Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, because I don't, I no longer read just as a hobby. I read because I have to read a book about the Magna Carta or something like that. Exactly. Uh, to be honest, I do enjoy reading them, but it's not like I'm choosing to read them. I'm, I enjoy reading those books. I enjoy reading the text that I'm given, but I'm not reading them because hey, let's read this book. I'm reading it because the professor said, hey, you need to read this book. So prior to this, prior to starting university, you were doing things like book binding and yeah various other activities when you look at 2022 is there room for any other dimensions or this is really this is okay you it's okay for you to focus on these four things and maybe cooking yeah i don't think there's any room for like book binding book binding to me takes up like it needs to take up a lot of time for in order because in order to learn book binding it's not like a class i don't go to the book binder and he sits down with me from minute one to like the to the seventh hour we're really just focusing on learning i go to the book binder and then i make tea and then he might be out like it's a very like time consuming it's time consuming because it's not like a set schedule like i'll show up and we might not do anything for eight hours or I'll show up and we'll be working the whole time. So it's not like something I can just go an hour every week and like get enough. Like it needs a whole day and I don't have a whole day for it. What part of Yusuf do you feel like you need to develop? What do you mean what part of Yusuf? So you said that you're not, you've lost a lot of strength physically. Yeah. I definitely need to develop that again, especially because I play a very physical sport. What other part of Yusuf do you feel is underdeveloped last year? So last year you dropped, you were on your way to be able to be benching 225 for reps right yeah and so that area you lost or mm-hmm. you, and now you're gonna you want you want to i have to start working back what me. other areas do you feel are underdeveloped and need to be focusing to make use of more balanced more to make me more symmetrical so thinking back to what i was doing before i guess i can say i was a lot more creative in terms of what i was doing with my time because if you look at what i was, do, I was like learning turkish and i was book binding like i would 
I wasn't really doing like I was doing very I was doing very creative things like I wasn't doing school podcast I was probably I was doing the podcast exactly like I was doing very creative things and then school starts and university starts and like that all stops like there's no like there's no time for us to do a podcast and read because I I travel every week maybe eight hours just traveling it takes me two hours to come back and forth from the university and I do that maybe four times a week so it's a lot of time I lose just to traveling and then the other aspects like and then I have on Saturdays from 10 o'clock in the morning until four I'm practicing and then from four until 11 or from three until 11 I'm in the Islamic sciences program then Sunday I usually wake up and I have to write a paper or I have to do homework from usually like 11 to four and by that time I have to go back to university and I wake up on Monday at nine o'clock until and I have class until three and then after that I usually also have to write something or I have to do the Islamic science homework and that continues for the entire week like my my weeks pass so quickly like I, I people have been saying oh this semester passed so slowly I cannot believe I've already completed one eighth of my college education yeah I've already done one eighth of it and it feels like it lasted 20 seconds which also makes me really sad yeah I feel the same way about the last 30 years of my career oh it just passes so quickly. Yeah, like the idea that like, I really love all the friends I have in the university. Yeah, like the, like a lot. Some of them are coming over today. I really love those people. Yeah, but I know as soon as college is done, it's over. We're never gonna be like together again. Yeah. Like right now, when I finish classes, all of my friends are down the like in my same hallway. I just knock on the door and say, "Hey, let's go do let's go to lunch or something," and that's gonna end in three and a half years. I've already done an eighth of it. So that makes me really like that. I was thinking about that yesterday and that made me very sad. I know for some people they're okay finishing it, but for me, like, I feel like I want it to last longer. Mm. So, like, I don't, like, I honestly feel like I know, like, you say, like, no, everybody has time, but my time is completely taken. Like, completely, completely? No, like, I have like six hours a week doing nothing, but other than that, everything is completely taken, especially when the Islamic science program is going on. There's no time for, like, anything. So I, I know that you have a lot going on, but you know when we sat down and did that exercise, you realize how much time you have. Yeah, I know. And then we filled it. Yeah. But we filled that exercise, that, but we filled that. We filled the time I have. No, I'm not saying you're not busy. I'm not saying you're sitting there binge-watching Netflix every day. What I am saying, though, is that if you're not careful, you're going to give up on a lot of things that made you who you are, the creative things, the reading you know what I mean? And so that, that, those are the things you have to hold on to because you, without noticing, like we said, could really stop those creative pursuits. I have stopped them. Like, it's not like I could so stop them. I have to, stopped them. You have to figure out a way, if they're still important to you, to keep them in your life. So, for example, you said you commute eight hours a week. Those are the times you can maybe continue reading. Yeah. Right, because in reality, those eight hours a week, what are you doing with them? Nothing. I'm playing Subway Surfer on the subway. Exactly. Like I'm really <laughs> not. That time is like it's dead gone. time. Yeah. As I mean, people say I'm really, really busy, and then when you interrogate their time a little bit, you realize they're not really that busy. And and I'm the first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm the first to waste time, you know. And so it's not completely. Don't don't allow yourself to ever fall into that trap and say I'm really busy. Mm-hmm. You're not. You okay. have eight hours to read if that's still important to you. You'll make time, I'm, sh- I'm assuming, to get the strength back. Yeah, I will. Right? So you'll make time for that. 
and you're just gonna prioritize that over other things and then but the problem is if i prioritize a lot a lot of things i'm doing are very important if i do prioritize stuff over it then the quality of the other stuff like goes down so for example i study a lot for school i study a lot of my time is just it's not even like homework it's just spent studying like slides and stuff like it's not necessary like it's not mandatory it's not like it doesn't it helps me but i'm not saying to prioritize painting over studying yeah I'm saying when you look at your week, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of dead time. It's time we can fill. Yeah, there's a and, lot and of And you can time. do creative pursuits with your friends. Like what? Well, I don't think you have, you'll meet my friends that they're not very bookbinding kind of friends. But I really want to continue bookbinding. Like I, I felt like that while I was doing, I really, I really enjoyed it. So I want to find. Like, and bookbinding sounds like a good activity where you can actually study while you're there. If you're saying that there's long periods of dead time when he's not doing any, when you're not bookbinding. It sounds like a good time to take a book. Well, what day would I do it, though? Let's think about my week. Well, we need to see what your schedule is going to look like next, next semester. My, my schedule is going to be the same as this semester. Next year, it'll change. Yeah. But next semester is going to be the same. Yeah, that's a good question. It doesn't necessarily have to be book binding. It can be something else. Yeah, I, I just know. don't want you to lose... Because I've noticed I'm different than... Like, I'm sorry to cut you off, but like, you're right. Like, you don't, I am different than other people. Like very different than everybody in the because, university. Not because that's not because you're special. It's that's because of mama. I know. And it's, yes, but it's because you're you're not a product of a system that produces the same type of person. You didn't go to Turkish school, and so what would be sad? For, what would be sad is if you lose some of those behaviors and and become just a Turkish college graduate. Again, nothing wrong with that, but but that my my whole. The whole thing about me is that I was um, different than other people. Like that's like the whole, like the whole thing about Yusuf is that he's different. Yeah, keep keep what makes you unique. Keep hold on to that while you go to university, attend the same classes, all of that kind of stuff. That is the point of this exercise: is that without stopping and thinking like you are now, you're just gonna go with the flow. Yeah. So, okay. In terms of self-development, there is something around creativity that... Like a question mark. You don't want to lose. Yeah. Or some creative outlet, whether it's this podcast, there is cooking... Book binding. Maybe book binding that you want to recapture or think about. Okay, so let's quickly... So you have university... Yeah. Um, and you have university and under university. I'm actually going to put language under self-development. Okay, so it counts as self-development? Yeah, because you don't actually have to... You, you, you yourself want to develop language. Mm-hmm. You yourself want to become a better Arabic speaker. So under developing your, developing your uh, Yusuf, there is cooking, some creative act, outlet, uh, and improving your language. Okay, so let's, and then there's university, there's football, and specifically it's American football. This is not soccer. Yes, I know. I play, I play a very unusual sport for someone who lives in a country that plays soccer. Yes, exactly. It's very, uh, so you actually play real football in a country or in a region that calls football, football. Yes, I do. Then there's the Usul program, there's, and then there is, that's it. So self-development, university, 
sports, and the Usul program. So let's just go through to each of them. And what I want from you is I want one goal per. Okay. Not many, just one, one goal. So what's give me one goal for university? Um to finish the sem- to finish the year with a 3.8 GPA. Like I can like finish the year with a 3.8 GPA, like including next semester as well. So that's a very good normal the GPA is the easy one. It's yeah. to say I want a GPA above X or I want to be a valedictorian. But for me, I I that's a nice vanity metric. It's a nice thing. It's saying I'm 3.8, 3.9. But remember, that's not what interests me about you being in university. Me learning. Yeah, give me something that would indicate to you that you're actually learning. That if I would be able to get a double major with the history department, which is very hard. Or not a double major in general is very hard in my university because they only accept the top 20% of a certain field. So for example, my class is 10 people. So only two people be able to do a double major in political science and they'll able to go somewhere else. But I want to do, I want to do a double major with, but that's still a function of you getting really good grades. Yeah. What is it that you're a political science major right now? Yep. How would you know that you're actually learning anything about political science? I don't, I don't, I'm not learning anything about political science this semester. Next semester, I'll see if I'm learning anything about political okay, science. So right now, is it safe to say that it's not really about learning or expanding your mind? You're just trying to do well in the classes. But for political science, it's re- like, it was really, I feel like a waste of a semester Have in terms of what I learned. Have you expanded your mind in any way this semester? Yeah, yeah, of course. And, and everything other than political science, I've really expanded my so mind. tell me how you've expanded your mind. So for example... I, we, I take, so there's four core courses and then there's a major course. There's like the course that you do for the university as you have to. And then there's the course you do for your major. So there's a the political science, which I feel was like a waste of time. The professor, I didn't, I didn't feel like I learned very much at all. Uh, but then there was the other four. And I feel like I learned a lot in those. So for example, the first one is humanity society, which is basically like world history, but it's not normal world, world history. It's, it's discussing PTS and fiefdoms and what is it? What does a civilization mean? And then it's like asabi, like social solidarity, which is what Imam Khadu, like. There's like many different things that's not Eurocentric, as they like to say. And I really like expanded my minds in term in my mind in terms of that. Uh, so I take comparative theories, which is like. It's basically comparative theories, like it's it's trying to go against Eurocentric ideologies. So. Uh, it talks a lot about post-colonial theory, critical theories, so like feminism, things like that. And then it talks about ontology, epistemology, methodology, um, which uh, which is a, it's pretty boring, but it's very, very, very useful. Like if like I really like I really find it like super dull. But like when I do study, like when I sit down and study it, I like I understand how important it is. Because why, why is this so important? Because it's it change it changes how you think. Okay, give me one example of how it changed how you thought. So, for example, everything, the idea of backward civilizations, or how we, when we think of a civilization, we usually think of America or England or something in Europe, and we don't really think of any country in Africa as a civilized like a like a like a civilized country. They're all just like third world countries that are behind. Why do we think that? Is it because they don't produce 
the same amount or they don't live in houses like we live in America. Like we think when we think of civilization, we have a very material like materialist understanding of what civilization is. Like we usually we we when we think of civilization, we usually like attribute it to material material wealth and how rich how rich a country is, the GDP or things like that. But in reality, it's not that. It's not that at all. Like civilization is different for every single state there's not there's every single society there's not one concept of civilization like america is no more civilized than china china is no more civilized than uganda than uganda like they all have civilization but we think about civilization in the scope of eurocentricism and this course has basically taught me that everything we think about when it comes to civilization is all created by western minds Okay, so you are learning. Yeah, I'm learning a lot. Like, it's dull, but when I sit down and study, it's very, like, I learn a lot. Okay, so is it, is it hard to put a learning goal? Is it really, is it, does it need to be? I don't know what we're going to learn next semester. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, what subject, I haven't looked at the syllabus, I don't know what subjects we're covering fully. I guess the question is, is it even possible to... Put a learning. Yeah, is, is it even possible, or is it really the only goals, or is, the, is it the entire university experience designed around empiricist data? Getting good grades. Yeah. Um, is there. There's no other goal? Is it, yeah, is, or is it even possible? Is it even possible to put a specific goal around really learning and ex- mind expansion? I don't. I feel like I've really expanded my mind, like yeah. in the just uni- just by going just through the by process like going through the process. Like I've like because it's not a normal university in terms of what we're learning. Like I feel that I've have expanded my knowledge a lot. Like I've learned a lot. Mm. Um, in terms of me myself, like me as a person, as well as like I've realized that me I'm different with my family than I am with other people. Okay. Like with my family, I'm super talkative. Like I'm very talkative in the university, but I'm super like I'm goofy and whatever. And like with you guys, I'm normal. But in the university aspects, I'm very different. Like I don't, I don't know why. It just happened. And so like I talk a lot. Yeah, I'm very friendly with everybody, but I don't enjoy being with people. Other than a select like group of friends, I don't enjoy being around people. Like with my family, I enjoy being around them. Yeah. But in the university, I don't enjoy being around people that much at all. I enjoy like people like to sit in this like Samit Sarai and study which is not really studying, it's hanging out. I hate going to Samit Sarai. Like, I go to my room and just, like, hang out by myself and study. All right, we'll, we'll get to your psychopathic tendencies in a second. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, so not so university, it's really about being eligible for a double major. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not going to be. Why? Because I'm not going to... So why even put that as a goal if it's, you're already not... Because I first, are you managing your expectations? The way the double majors work in Turkey is that you have to be top two in your class, but people with the YKS, which is like the high school Turkish high school grad, they're automatically put ahead of international students. So if if somebody graduates from a Turkish high school, even if I get better grades than them in the class, but since I technically have a zero on the high school test, I never took it, they'll automatically be put in front of me. So say two people apply, I have better grades than them, but they have their, their high school... Uh, so you, you want to apply, but you don't think it's going to be possible. I I want to apply, but I just don't think I'm going to be able well, to do And what would the double major be in? Either economics or history, depending if... I have to decide if I'm just going to say, screw it, I'm going to just do whatever I want, or 
if I take economics, it's because economics is the best thing that can go with political science. Like, I'm not interested in economics that much, but... Are you more interested in history? I'm very interested in history. So do history. But after talking with advisors, like if you do history and political science, your, ro- your road is going to be academia. And oh. I don't, my road is not, I don't want my road to be academia. Okay. So they said, they said, like, I understand the whole, like, doing what you're interested in, but they were like, if you graduate from a university in Turkey with a political science degree and a history degree, you're going to be a professor. Oh, I see. And you don't want to be a professor. And I don't want to be a professor. I mean, I don't, right now, I don't want to be a professor. Okay. All right, so 3.8 and potentially getting a... Double major. In a, a rigged system against you. Yes. And have you spoken to your advisors about that? My advisors don't answer. What do you mean they don't answer? Like my, the, the actual, so like the... the or, my, or have you spoken to your mentors around this is a path, but you feel like it's rigged against you? I kind of broached the subject with one of them like a week ago, and... I can definitely tell he wants me to do the academia path, so I didn't like really like go into depth because I I know what he wants me to do, yeah, and I don't want to do what he wants me to do, yeah, yeah. So I I can't really like because to him it'd be like yeah absolutely do that be a professor what's the problem I don't want to be a professor that's the path he knows yeah like so I'm gonna talk to other people like my actual advice my like official advisor doesn't respond yeah. with emails I don't know what he does with his life but he's not responding to my emails. So I'm going to try to talk to somebody else, maybe the dean of my faculty, and see what she says. Okay. Just make it known that that's what you want. And ask them what the path is for you to get that. Mm -hmm. Because it's going to be the same people who have to approve it, right? And if they know from the beginning that that's something you're interested in, if they themselves told you what the path is, it increases your chances that you actually meet that goal. Yeah. But also another problem is, History department only takes four students a year for a double major out of 2,000. All right, you, that's fine. You'll be one of those four. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Okay, so double major in economics, even though you don't like it, and or, or get accepted into that program and finish with a 3.8 on, in your fr- freshman year. Yeah. Okay, and then sports, you have football. Or actually, we should just remove sports with just football. Yeah, it's just what, football. And do you have any specific goals in football? Um. For the pro team, I've just my goal is just to learn under the like the coaches because in the pro team, like the coaches are actual like in the U nineteen team, they're good coaches, but they're not real coaches compared to the the pro team. The pro team, like those people, actually like played in America, like in colleges, like they're real football players. So my goal for them is just to learn how to be a better quarterback. Quarterback or receiver? Quarterback. Okay, so you really want to know how to be a better quarterback. I don't really want to know, but that's the that's 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 the role I'm gonna play and because of my know, height. How do you know you've you're now a good quarterback? When you have like when when other, you, it's not about when you know you, when other people know you're a good quarterback. It's like I for example, I right now think I'm a decent quarterback, but the other the pro team might think I'm horrible. That's what matters. If you have the respect of your receivers and, and your how liner, does a quarterback get the respect of the receivers? By constantly being accurate, having a football like having a football mind. Like for example, we do these reading drills, which basically is the a coach will set up the field in a certain way with like two uh, two safeties in the backfield, three DBs, whatever, and then you have to call out before like two seconds before you throw the ball what is happening. You have to read the field very quickly. And if a quarter, if some if a player can read the field, there's 75 percent of the way to being a good um, quarterback. And I can read the field very well, but my weakness is basic fundamentals because I don't I don't have that yet. So that's what I want from the pro team. Because if I learn from the pro team, I'll automatically be great on the U19 team because the pro league and the U19 league are very different leagues. 
Okay. So, so my not- goal is to learn from the pro team, and if I learn enough, that will just automatically carry over to the under-19 team. And your goal for 2022 is just understanding the basic fundamentals. Understanding the basic, fun- like throwing fundamentals, um, receiving, like seeing where the receivers are, things like that. Uh, for the U19 team, I guess my goal is for us to get to national championship because we have a tournament in the summer, like the national championship tournament, and I think we can win that. So it makes sense that you're going to stay in Turkey this summer. I mean, if you guys let me, yeah. I don't think I'll go back to America. Okay. So in sports, it's understanding the basic fundamentals and... Getting the respect of the pro teams. Respect of the pro team. Okay. And also the program. In the Asud program, my goal is just to learn and not think of it as... Because in the first semester, I really just did it. Like, I went with it. My second semester, I really actually want to... Because I'm, like, I'm taking, like, Hanafi Fiqh, which I'm interested I'm interested in. I should have been a lawyer, but because, like, I'm very interested in, like, the jurisprudence aspects of Islam. Yeah. So I'm taking Hanafi Fiqh, and I actually want to, like, learn from that. Um and then there, I took a civilizations course, which I really liked. I took a civilizations course with the uh, Sur Academy. And that's where we learned about like Asabiya, um, Amran, all th- things like that. And I really enjoy stuff like that. I just have to remove the mental block of hating sitting down for eight hours a day. Just like a straight block of time. Like that's my biggest problem, like having to sit down throughout the whole thing. So what is your goal for next year for Usul? To really learn from it. Like to not just go with the flow, like to actually like internalize the information that's being taught. Because if, if I can internalize the information, if I can really understand what's being taught, I've, I'm re- like it's really setting me, myself up for success. Like not, ju- not just in Usul, it's in the Ibn Khaldun as well. Because not only, a lot of Ibn Khaldun's administrators are also in the Usul program. Uh, they're also involved in the Usul uh, program. So if I can learn and show that I've learned, it'll impress a lot of people that will go like a long way in terms of academically as well as, I, you can say, job opportunities. So you want to internalize what you're learning mm-hmm. and not just sit there in a torturous state or yeah. tortured state. For eight hours. For eight hours. But, but also, if you do well... If I do well in Usul, I'll do well in a lot of other things as well. Because a lot of the administrators in Usul as well as Ibn, are also connected to Ibn Khaldun, and they have the ability to give me an opportunity. Like if I'm imp- if I impress them, whatever it may be, academia or an advisor, whatever. If I am able to impress these people, then I have the ability like to uh, to gain more opportunities and give myself a head start in life. So do you feel that the flip? The switch has been flipped in terms of you actually wanting to learn, like really, or is it more the driver still more other people? It's uh, I, in some subjects it's because I want to learn. Other subjects it's still just because I'm there. Like for example, Arabic grammar. Like I really don't like I I don't care about Arabic grammar anymore. Like I've done that. You know what I mean? I did that for a very long time. So I'm just there going with the flow. But for everything else, like Arab the Arabic part of it, the civilization part of it, the fiqh part of it, the other parts of it, that I actually like I'm that's flip has been switched. Switch has been flipped. Flip has been switched. Switch. Yeah, switch has been flipped. Now, it's a four year program and some people have said that it's equivalent of an entire university program. Yep. Do you think you'll make it through four years? 
Yeah, I, I think I don't think I'll have a problem making it through four years. I don't know if I'll en- like I don't know if I'll enjoy all four years, but I think I will make it through all four years, no problem. All right. But it's gonna take up all of those four years. Like for the next four years, I will be like fully doing Osuin. Yeah, I just to your point, I think it would be a big shame if you gone through all this pain and you don't take ha- anything away from it. Yeah, yeah, obviously, like. So I have to I have to make sure that I take something away from it. And what what behavior are you can do differently this year? Um. So what what does that look like? That looks like me answering, like me participating. Like for the last semester, I maybe talked once. Like I was just I had my camera open, I was listening, but I didn't participate at all. Like I participated once. Like so that would mean me like saying more, like saying more, being more involved, like showing that I'm like doing this, like being part of it. Because in the last semester, I really didn't, I wasn't involved at all. Like for grammar, yes, I was, I was involved because I was answering questions. But other than that, I was just doing the homework, attending the classes, and that was it. Okay, so your goal for next year for Usul is to actually learn, expand your mind, yeah. and take part and you know, be a first-class citizen in the classes. Exactly, yeah. Okay, so now self-development. We had reading for pleasure is that something that you really want that you think you can or we'll get back into it i still love reading but i think in order for me to continue reading is like i'm not going to be reading like i'm not going to read like the crusade through a muslim's eyes you know like that i'm not going to be uh, for me to still continue to read i need to read books that i actually like like what which are fiction which so are, read fiction that's the thing like when i'm reading fiction i sometimes think like is this benefiting me in any way? Like, I, I sometimes think maybe I should just be studying. Like, because I was reading two months ago, I was like, I had finished class and I was reading a fiction book. It was like, it was like a dystopian something. Like, it wasn't useful to me in any way at all. And then I stopped and I thought, it was like, is this just like a waste of time? Like, is this not the equivalent of watching Netflix? But is this just me like wasting time reading a book that's not going to do anything for me? And then after that, I kind of, like, I stopped reading. Because there was like a thing. Cause I was when I came back from Turkey, it was just me. You were you were out, and then Mama was still in America, and so I also didn't have like that much to do because I didn't really know anybody yet. So I was reading a lot on my Kindle. I was just in my room reading, and then when classes started, I was still reading. But then I was like, wait, what am I doing? Like, should- I, I guess maybe the time when you're just playing Subway Surfer. Yeah, just read during that time. That'll be a good time to read. Exactly, but like my point is, what's the What's the benefit of oh. me reading? What is ben- like? What is reading help me with? Like, is it is it a useful use of my time? Like, as opposed to what? As opposed to playing Subway Surfer. So you're asking, is it better to read a fiction book or play Subway? Subway? Are they the same thing? They're they're both not contri- they're both contributing the same amount to me, except reading as I'm just I'm reading a book. I'm not an expert in these things, but it sounds like reading a book, even if it's fiction. Is a whole lot more useful than playing Subway Surfer. Maybe, maybe you're I, right. I, maybe I mean you're really wondering. <laughs> like no, I, I mean Lord like of the Rings I mean like what's what is huh? Is, what is what re- gives you the like? If we're talking about you're talking about reading, like it like it, it benefits me. You know what I mean? And it does benefit me because it keeps me enjoy. But to me, reading is not to learn. Reading is c- to keep me like entertained. You know what I mean? I think reading as a form of entertainment is. All right, if we're talking about reading as a form of entertainment, then yes, I want to read more fiction, more. But I, I don't want to read like like, like these like, like novels about... Like, I, I didn't say read about the Crusades. 
I'm saying don't don't stop reading. Don't start re- don't stop reading. Even if you're reading fiction, dystopian whatever, reading Dune, don't stop that is what I'm saying. It's yeah. a very rare skill these days. And you must see that. That yeah, how rare no, that nobody, is. Nobody 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 in my university reads other yeah. than and you have things. you have some, you have a very very rare thing that I don't even have, which is you enjoy reading and that's what I don't want you to stop. Yeah, I yeah, I have to Okay, then for the 2021 2022 then yes i want to continue reading give me a number of uh fictional books that you're reading just for purely uh, pure enjoyment i was reading dune i got i really enjoyed that i was getting i got through that quite a bit um let's say i can read two i can probably okay at my max speed i can probably read like one book every four days but i'm not going to be doing that let's say one book every two weeks so one big book every two weeks so that's uh 30 almost 30 books next year it's 20 it's uh yeah it's 24 books it's 24 reading 24 Six, yeah yeah if we read two books a week uh, two books a month for 12 months no that's not 24 it's 27 books how's it 27 books it's 12 months in the year you're reading two books a month how many weeks in a year four was it 12 months each month has four weeks you read one book every two weeks okay. that's how many how many just out of interest how many weeks there are there in a year i don't know i just go by months i don't know how many weeks okay. there are in a year All right, let's just say 25 books let's say 25 books right, right. i can okay. read 25 fiction books a year which sounds really depressing now i think about it because i can read a lot more than that it's better than reading zero yeah all right so in 2022 i'm gonna read 25 books 25 fiction just for just pure, like just for pure it enjoyment can be fiction non-fiction but it's just pure enjoyment yeah okay uh, then you have cooking, which you've stopped. I can, let's say cooking. I cook myself one dinner a week at the university kitchen. But the university kitchen is nasty. I don't want to cook in the university kitchen. Why? It's just like very disgusting. Cook for yourself or for your for friends? For me, for me. That, see, that's also a problem. You're living in very close proximity to people. If I make myself dinner, I'm making the whole so university dinner. So why don't you make your friends dinner once a week or once every two weeks? Because that's a lot of effort in terms of having to buy ingredients and then make something for everybody. It's making a lot of food then. I'd rather just cook for myself something so like cooking one bowl of pasta versus 20 bowls of pasta is a big di- difference. You know what I, I mean? I know, but it's, it seems like a nice socializing. Yeah, creative. they would love that. They would. Yeah. If I cooked for everybody, I'd be like the greatest person. Oh, Yusuf cooks for us at night. Like that How would be great. say in Turkish? Yusuf her akşam pişir. Like he's cooking every night. Pişir I didn't say every night. Maybe it's something to consider. Maybe like Cook, cooking the, one every two weeks, cooking them a meal. So you you love that? I do like that a lot. And you love hanging out with these people that you love. You said, so you combine They're the boys in com- the boys' dorm. In the boys' dorm, the co- combining two things you like. Yeah, I I would cook. I would cook. I'd bake for them. Like, so how about you bake or do something once every two weeks? So the, the thing with that is it requires like one like big push because like in order for doing that I need to buy like a lot of stuff. So what about once every month? You get yeah. to, you get the you get the stuff from here. And like cook. pots, pans, yeah, I can definitely and, and see cook, myself cook doing that. Cook them a meal once a, once a month. That that way you don't lose your love of cooking. Yeah, I, that would be. I I would enjoy doing that a lot. Like so, how many? What's the number there? Once a month. So if I'm in, if not, because I'm in university, not I'm not in the university on the weekends. So I'm in the university for seven months out of the year. Yeah. Let's say I cook seven times. Okay. I cook seven meals. Seven seven conca meals. 
yeah conca meals so yeah so basically there's i have three and a half months in university every semester basically try to cook four meals okay so seven conca meals 25 books for fun and how about in terms of strength in terms of strength all right so strength is actually very important to me because it's related to football okay. and i play a very physical sport and especially with the pro team i'm i'm the tallest person there but i'm like a toothpick compared to everybody else they're huge guys so i need to be able to put on so i right now i weighed myself yesterday i'm 160 pounds by the end of this year i want to be 175 okay uh, wait yeah like i want to be no i want to be 180 pounds of muscle 180 pounds that's a i don't know if 20 pounds is too much but that's what i want to be so you want to gain 20 pounds in a year yeah okay is that too much does that be realistic you have to eat a lot of calories to do so that. I can eat a lot of calories. I have your credit card in the university. I'll be fine. Okay. And then in terms of strength? I mean, that will naturally come with gaining 20 pounds of muscle. <laughs> no, you can gain 20 pounds without getting a, <laughs> any strength. Um. So, okay. So for the combine, last combine I did, I did, what's 30 kilos on each side in like American metric system? Like what, what do you guys call it like that? If 30 kilos on each side? I think that that's 180 pounds. All right, I did 180 pounds. I did that three times. Okay. As a rep, next combine I should be able to do that ten times. Next combine is in like four months. So you want to do 180 pounds? Ten times, preferably 225 at like four times. But if I can get 180 pounds up, that one. I also want to get faster because I'm the fastest person on the team. And how do you measure getting faster? Uh, 40 yard dash. In what? 40 yards. And how what speed? I, so I, I can run 40 yards in 4.9 seconds, mm-hmm. which is the fastest on the team except for two other people. I would want to do it in 4.8 by the end of the year. So take off 0.1 second? Yeah. Okay. So which, and also, that has to come at the same time as gaining muscle because the bigger I get, the small, uh, slower I'll get. Okay. Um, or or uh, the bigger I get, the, the more powerful my legs will be. It depends on how I get bigger. Okay. And then, so how are we going to reach the weight goal? Because that requires Emory. That's like an Emory job. I think that you, over the next two weeks while you're here, you work out with him. But then you need to continue. I need to set myself. I need to like push start myself, and then he needs to start me. He needs. You might want to work out with him once a week when you're here in the on like Sunday on sunday before you leave but then him he needs to also or you need to get a plan a strength plan yeah because you have a gym and yeah i have a gym we have a pool is that this? we have a pool they opened yeah do you know those you know those things that you like on the wall and you take the peg and you do that yeah we have that okay good so you have you just need a plan yeah i just need a plan and i need to start cooking for do you myself have any friends that can work out with you yeah i do try to Try to combine socializing with these things that you want to do, whether it's cooking, whether it's yeah. I have friends who go to the gym with me. Exactly. So try to try to combine social time with useful things as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. uh, So you have strength goals. So you want to become 180 pounds, and you want to be able to bench yourself 10 times. Yeah. Okay. Then you have language. Um next year next not next year so september of this year i'll start so there's a course called tll which is turkish literature and because i'm an international student i don't have to take it but i have to replace it with a turkish course so i'll i'll probably reach my turkish levels through that course i don't really have to worry about that 
because through that program I'm gonna have to learn a lot of Turkish. And also by September of this year, because you guys you guys want to go to America, right? You don't. You want to? We haven't decided. If you go to America, I have to come with you, right? We haven't decided. Okay, say I don't have to come with you. Say I get to stay in Istanbul and live my life, then I would probably pick up a lot of Turkish, like mm-hmm. very quickly. So it really so depends. It sounds like Turkish, you don't really need a. Uh, a Turkish, I don't need. You need like, a goal for it. Like it's Arabic, that seems like it's the more of the issue. Arabic is like because like, for example, I'm talking to the guys in the thing. Like I speak Fosha. Like I can speak to them in Fosha. These people are not speaking Fosha. So you just want to be able to have a normal conversation in, in Arabic and not sound like I'm white. Like, like I sound like very, I have a very like white accent. Like I don't even tell people I'm Arab anymore. I just say I'm American. And if they get some Palestinian, I'll just say, yeah, my mom's Palestinian. Like it's yeah. like when people, when you say you're Arab, everybody assumes you speak Arabic and they go like, like a gun. Boo, 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 boo. Like I don't do that. Like, I, I can't speak like, like that yet. You know what I mean? So I want to get to the point where I'm completely like comfortable speaking Arabic. And that that's gonna require a goal. And we'll, okay, so your goal is that you want to become more comfortable having a Arabic conversation. Yeah, because I can give a speech in Arabic. I can I can give a that's speech different. like no, a fosha thing. Like, but I want to have a conversation with a real Arab and not have to sound like I'm talking to a professor. You know what I mean? Like, I when I speak Turkish, I sound like when I speak English, uh, Arabic, I sound like uh, like a bad Abdul Hakim Murad. Like I'm speaking like very fosha because I don't know anything else. And how do you improve that? By speaking to the local, by speaking to real Arabs, like more. But I, need, I can't lose Fosha, of course, but I need to be able to like have a normal, like you can have like a semi-normal so conversation. Your, your goal for 2022 in Arabic is just to be able to speak to somebody normally. Yeah, like a normal conversation. And, you're, and your path to get there is just to hang out with Arabs. Hang out with Arabs, take Arabic class. I need to take Arabic classes more. Like I... I need to talk well, you to... you take Arabic classes. I need to take a real Arabic class where I'm, like, actually, like, doing homework and talking and, like, like you know what I mean? Like, a, like what we did in Medina, like that. I need to do that. Do you remember uh, Saad Ahmad from Arabic? Yeah. Remember, remember Abdullah Thaj? Yeah. He was, oh, he asked about yesterday. I don't know. He saw me in the cafeteria and he said, how is your dad? Mm. So, anyway, so all, they're all there. All of my old teachers are in Ibn Khaldun. So, maybe you need to ask them for a tutoring session. Or I need to ask the university if I can audit Arabic classes without actually yeah. taking them, because I can like I, I can I want to improve Arabic. So it sounds like yeah, it sounds like you have a bunch of different options. The fact that you have, they're all there next to you. Yeah, like maybe, they're all. Maybe there. you can pay for extra classes. Yeah. yeah. So I probably the time for me to work on that will probably be during the summer, like for that four month gap. That'll probably be peak Arabic time. Unless you send us back to America, then it won't be peak air big time. All right. So, so far, your goals are for 2022, you want a 3.8 or higher GPA. You want to be accepted into double major. Uh, you want to, uh, in terms of football, really nail down the basic fundamentals for the with the pro team and you want to be able to or you want to win the national win championship the national with championship. the under 19 and soon you want to not just um, just be there but really learn and internalize you want to read 25 fiction books you want to cook your friends seven meals or bake a cookie like anything once a month basically seven meals you want to reach 180 pounds lean and you want to be able to bench 180 pounds or, uh, or two twenty five, twenty five, four times, while removing point one second from your forty yard dash, 
These are real. There's a lot of goals now you say it like that. And you want to improve your conversational Arabic. Yeah. And that will most likely happen in, Arab in the summer. Although you have a bunch of professors you can tap into or classes you can audit. Exactly, yeah. So how do you feel about all that? I mean, it's a lot of... I feel like I might be setting myself up for disappointment in January of 2023. Do you want, which, which of those do you want to cut out? I don't want to cut out any of them. I mean, so what put, Arabic, to, put Arabic on like the least. Like Arabic, Arabic is the least. Because like Arabic is not like necessary. It's just like to talk to my friends. So what behaviors have to change in Yusuf for you to be able to achieve most of these goals? Like what has to change in your behavior? I might have to cut out... I might have to leave one football team. Like I think because that takes up a lot of my time. I think I might have to make the decision and say... And if you were to leave which one, which one would you leave? <laughs> See the under nineteen team; they've done a lot for me. Like they, like they, they gave me the opportunity to go to the pro team because they asked the coaches if they can take me, and the coaches weren't going to take me. The only reason I was taken by the pro team is because I'm tall. Like yeah. that was the only reason because they had they also have no other quarterbacks right now. They have one really good guy, and then they have me, who's like garbage compared yeah. to him. So I all, don't say garbage. Like I'm really you're bad you're compared not good to yet. yeah, exactly. So. In terms of me developing, I would definitely not stay with the under-19 team. But in terms of who's done the most for me, like I owe a lot to the under-19 team. So I don't know how, like I don't know how I'm going to be able to leave one team. Because like that takes up a lot. Like the, both teams take up a lot of time. So if, I can, if I'm able to leave one, then um, I, I have a lot of time spared. Um, another thing is that I need to, I, I spend too much time studying. I need to figure out a more linear, like I spend too much unnecessary time studying, I guess. Like after classes, like I really study the class. And why is that bad? Because like I need to figure out a way to make it um, uh, more like, e not easier, faster. Like I need to find a way where I can do the same amount of work in less time because I spend a lot of time studying. Like I study all the classes, I study all the subjects, I study what we've learned that class, I write them down, I have pages and pages and pages of notes. I don't, I don't take notes during the class. I listen to the class, then I go home and watch all the recordings. Sounds great. I know it sounds great, but it sounds great for somebody who does only university and nothing else. You know what I mean? So you want to be more efficient on like studying. I need to be more efficient when I study because I study too much. I, I know it sounds like so arrogant, but I study to too make, much. In is, order to make this work, you're saying you need to be more efficient in the way you study. And you need to potentially drop one of your teams. And it sounds like it'd be the under-19. Yeah, it would be the under-19. Anything else that you have to change about yourself to meet these goals? I need to stop time-wasting. Even though I've well, been... What's your major time-wastes? Being with friends. What else? Just not doing anything. Like, after a class, like I'll just sit there and not do anything. Like... I'll eat food. Like I'll find anything to waste my time with. You know what I mean? I need to fit. I need to have like a one hundred percent. Like this is what I'm gonna do now. Because like after a class, like I will study. But between me and starting to study, there's like an hour gap of me just like eating or like snacking or watching an F one race. Like there's like there's like a gap of me just like wasting time. Like uh, I get you can call it relaxing gap. You know what I mean? Like in between a gap in between like school and stuff. I Do you feel that that decompression time is necessary? I mean, it's enjoyable, but I don't know if it's necessary. Okay. Like, I enjoy doing it. Like, I enjoy not being in class, but I would so rather... In order... Okay, I'm sorry to cut you off. In order to meet these goals, three things 
may need to change. You need to become more efficient at studying. Mm-hmm. You need to potentially give up one of the teams mm-hmm. or you know which one you want to give up mm-hmm. and you need to waste less time between classes yeah. and so i have a lot of just like buffer time where i just like live my i don't know like just do things and yeah and, in t- and also i think another thing is that because i'm american i'm very like um like people like I'm not. I'm not special at all. Like, I'm just a regular person. But because I'm American, I'm one, the one in America out of two thousand people. People know who I am. Like, it's not because I'm special. Like anybody in the universe can be American. Everybody would know who they are. You know what I mean? And I ha- I talk to a lot of people. Like I have like I have my core friend group that I really like, and then I have everybody else I don't really like. But like I talk so to them a lot. You're kind of a big deal. No, I'm not saying <laughs> that. I'm just saying that I spend a lot of time talking to people that I, I have no, like, I shouldn't be talking to. Like, they're not, like, they're not giving me anything. Like, they're not, be- I'm not benefiting from these conversations. I spend a lot of time in conversations that are just, for, like, for fun. You know what I mean? So, like, I think I need to tone down on that. So, that's what, that's another big thing. Like, I need to tone down on my, how much I talk to other people unnecessarily. Yeah. Okay, so it sounds like you have areas, four areas that you can potentially tap into to achieve these goals. Yeah. And if you, it sounds like you ha- these are doable. It sounds like you know how to do them. And I guess that in 12 months, we'll see what you've done. It's January 1st, 2022. I'll see you. I mean, well, I'll see you in sh- hopefully for another oh, podcast. Oh, about this podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's the one thing. What, what so this is the start of season two we need to find a way to make sure we're consistent but i don't think we're going to be uploading at the same pace as last time which is once a week or if we can figure out how, so what today is uh saturday or saturday, saturday right yeah when the school starts and i go back to football um this is not going to happen but sunday sunday could work if we do if we wake up early sunday like or not like it's right now it's noon it's it's twelve forty four right now Say we wake up at 8.30 and do this podcast. We finish by 9.30. I can edit it from 9.30 to 10.30. Then I'll study and then I'll go. That's when, That's how it would work. So we, we publish a podcast every Sunday. Every Sunday because Tuesday's not going to work. And so you don't want to take a microphone to college and... No, I don't want to do that because a lot of... There's, one, there's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of background noise. I'd rather do it face-to-face. Okay. So we'd have to do it every Sunday and it'd have to be... So we did 25 episodes in 26. season one. 26. What's our goal for next year? Let's say the season is. Let's say the season begins with the goal of setting goals and ends right before the episode of setting goals. So every season starts with a goal episode. So you want to do every week for the next year. So it's gonna be fifty six episodes. I mean, it's not gonna happen because there's gonna be just things that happen. Let's say forty episodes. Say we give us sixteen weeks of something not happening. Let's say forty episodes from now until we can also record the ayub episodes yeah ayub is a good ayub is a good like all right let's say 40 episodes of you and i talking until january 1st 2023 and then that will be the start of season three of the father and son podcast and is that enough for you that's enough of that's creative that's very that's a lot of creative stuff okay so i think that would be a good goal are we going to improve anything change anything in the podcast in terms of intro what we're doing at video or just keep what we're doing uh, I think maybe in the editing and intro part, I have to figure out a way to make it more seamless. But in terms of video, I'm not. I don't really want to do it in video. 
Okay. Because like right now, like I'm wearing like short shorts and a sweater, and like I'm like lounging back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't really want to do it on video. I feel like this is better. All right. How do you feel, by the way, about this whole process? I felt I feel very good. Like I feel like I know now what my goal is. Like I need to talk to Emery because Emery has a lot of work to do for the, over the next year. So As, you, like I really care about gaining weight. All right. And so. Was this re- genuinely useful for you? Yeah, it was. Because before I was just like, I'm going to gain weight and whatever. Like, I'm going to do my thing. But now I know, like, what I'm going to do and when. All right. And by when. Excellent. All right, Baba. I'll right. see you hopefully next Sunday. See you next Sunday.